Welcome to the Sunshine Track podcast and we are so excited to be with you today. We're going to be talking about something super interesting. Um, I'm Shana here. Hi, I'm Adaya. And really what we're going to be doing today is specifically delving into some research. Um, it's always something really interesting when designers come across office space research that is like, what should we do with this? Right. And what's the context? Like, we look at research and it, it like implies on people, behaviors and things like that. And why is it so important for designers to explore those kind of things? Right. So th- I think like, and you and I go through this a lot when we're talking about research is really what we see it as is a tool to decipher um, a, a piece of information and then turn that into a language. Right. And, um, and, and I think also the other thing is, what is the takeaway? Because we want to be able to support um, and even boost any sort of company success. And, and that's pretty much our, our job. And our job title is designers, but we don't just come into a space and make it beautiful. We want it to function better. We want it to be more collaborative. We want it to be better and healthier right uh, just to have a successful company doesn't necessarily mean beautiful space like you said right it's also it growth, could be beautiful right? exactly but it can be also other so much things. more right um so we were recently at this uh conference uh at workplace uh trends which is an amazing conference and um someone from miller knoll actually um brought some uh, of one of their last uh, research um pieces into light um it's from future forum pulse 2023 and the question is there what motivates people coming to the office today mm-hmm. right so we're going to be talking about the motivators so i'm just going to read it out to you i've got it in front of me um so one of the motivators is that 74 percent of people um, of employees surveyed want to collaborate build camaraderie and facilitate in-person meetings Um, 15% of employees surveyed were seeking out a quiet space to focus on getting work done. And 11% of employees surveyed come into the office to put in FaceTime with management. So we want to explore all three things, right? But we don't have the time for that. (laughs) We don't have the time. So in this episode, we're going to focus on the 74% of employees that um, want to come to the office to collaborate and to kind of feel the culture and the community um, in the office. And that's the reason they're coming into the office. Right. And I think when we say 74%, and again, as designers, you need to stop and, and, and understand the numbers, but it's so general. And I think what we always try and do when we're sitting across from a company in like those initial stages is try and just get to the bottom of who these people are, what is their DNA. Like the specific company, because this is very general data from survey that they did, like random people for us, it's random. It's random. And and now we're sitting across from a company and we want to understand their behaviors and their function and their needs. So Right, and even before we offer them ideas and any out-of-the-box thinking and solutions, we really need to understand who are these people that we're talking to. Right, and how they collaborate mm-hmm. and how they do stuff. 
right. together or not together. What they hybrid policy, for example. Right. It's super important because otherwise the 74% doesn't mean anything right. if you didn't understand who they are. We want to create the right spaces mm -hmm. for them. Um, and the only way we can do it is through research ourselves, the company. Of the company, right. Right. But when we based on research that we already know exists, that's a tool. Mm -hmm. Because we can suggest things that other people saw success in. Right. And, and I think once we've done that and once you've like analyzed a company and understood who these people are, like for example, if they're people that walk around in suits or lawyers, you can't get them some hammock chair. No one's going to sit in them because also they don't even want to be visibly seen in a, in a place <laughs> like that even. So, so it's really understanding that. And then let's just talk about collaborating because if 74% want to come in to collaborate, What, do, what does that mean? Like, what is the first thing that comes into your mind as a designer? What collaborating means? Right. So the, the obvious answer would be conference room. Right. Right. Because that's the old way of, uh, not the, old, the oldest way right. of like people sitting together and collaborating. Mm -hmm. But... But I think today so much has changed and collaborating doesn't necessarily mean you've been called into a meeting room yeah. or a conference room. It's more brainstorming, sharing, talking things through, problem solving. That's the new way of collaborating. That's mm -hmm. the new way of, of making things happen. Mm -hmm. Right. Sharing information and, and discussing things together. Right. So, so first of all, we know it's not only conference room and that's super important to define. So what is this? I think when um, people get together to collaborate, it needs to be comfortable. It needs to be even seamless. Like, like you know, you might be working on something and then kind of move very effortlessly to a collaboration space and, and you don't use the sentence, Oh, I'm going to go to the collaborative area. Exactly. Let, oh, Jim, let's collaborate. <laughs> it's not that. It's, um, that it's, it's really smooth. It's very smooth. So it could be part Blend of in the office. A, a, a workspace area that just does something else. Or it, it could even happen naturally that right. you're sitting somewhere and you just start collaborating. But that area is supported mm -hmm. for collaboration. Um, so it could be, for example, like somewhere with couches and whiteboards. So you might start off as a coffee, you know, with your colleague, but it could turn into something else. Mm -hmm. um, or just next to the workstations, if you have a round yeah. table, mm -hmm. you can sit there and, and write your notes or right. whatever you're doing and speaking on the phone with someone and someone's happened to sit next to you. Right, and you start noticing that you're brainstorming, so you might as well just move away from your desk and, and go somewhere else, but it's seamless. Um, because then it'll happen more. It's the ability of right. having that space that can enable people to sit together in different kind of sitting areas. Right, and I just want to mention very briefly that collaboration today also needs to include an ability to collaborate with someone who's working from a hybrid uh, situation. So certain kinds of screens or, um, you know, some sort of support for if your whole team is or half of your team is sitting down you just need the input of another person you need to have the ability to add them to the conversation right 
Um, so the technology is huge. Like there are so many solutions out there. Right. It's it's even like taking something like an iPad and propping it up on a stand and putting them on the table next to someone and, and just kind of continuing that collaboration. Mm-hmm. But we do have to take uh, people that are not there into account. Um, and, and let's just talk about the second... Um, thing that they mentioned in this study, which was about the building camaraderie, right? That's a big word. And and Hmm. what does that necessarily mean in an office space? And what does it mean for us as designers? How can we help create it or support it? Right. Um, And I think what it is, is really this, this underlying need, this human need for a sense of belonging and community, Mm -hmm. um, which the camaraderie is just like really friendship and support. And I think it's also another way of collaborating, really. It's it's like... Um, it's support collaboration. And also, it kind of makes sense for people to want to come to the office to actually see other people. Because when you sit across from a screen all day long, that could be really exhausting and you, you don't have the human factor of it. Mm-hmm. So when you come to the office, you want to see people, so you want to collaborate. You're also you wanna... saying there's something more dynamic about it. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and I think um, it's, it's also the sharing that we find that really people can start sharing about their lives or whatever. And while they're just like sitting down for a coffee with friends, it's that water cooler talk mm-hmm. that like the sharing turns into talking about work, talking about what you're working on, what someone else from a different department is working on. Right, and even if you just share your day-to-day with someone in the company, with like someone from the company, you feel more belong. You feel like you want to be part of it. You feel feel a part of it. Which creates a bigger sense of community in in a company which we we both know is so important because we we talk about it when we sit down with companies all the time like what does your community look like right. um, because that's why people are coming back to the office because they're lacking something um and, and i think and we we do want employees to feel that right. so they'll stay longer mm-hmm. in the company and you don't need to invest so much in like new employees right. and doing all the Right. And I think like when we talk about camaraderie, like the way uh, a lot of the time we see it is like a big open kitchen space because people in general always something around food and drink kind of connect a little bit more. That's one way of connecting Um, and making small coffee areas. And we also always think about what happened if we have a big space, big open space, for an example, and no one's there. Right, like it's, it's empty. empty, and it's not. You don't feel good about it. Like you come, and again, you want to see people, right. and you see an empty space, and that's not welcoming right. at all. So we want to create small spaces like that. When we create a big space, we need to make sure it's like in the middle or like right. like located in a good space that people are gonna visit and go in. Right, and we all know people are gonna. Visit the kitchen often. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, or the coffee space. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of creating those kind of spaces and, and like a, an island with bar stools. And another thing I think that we've seen in projects that we've done is is recreational areas to mm-hmm. create that that building of friendships and, and relationships really is 
um, when there's something that like very much I like the office identifies with. For example, we once did a project um, and they asked for a room with an Xbox. Right. It was like the game the, room. Yeah, they called it the right. game room. Exactly. We need the game room and it was like right when you enter the office. Right. Because they wanted people to see it and feel it and like have the experience. Right. And also feel comfortable to just go there. Mm-hmm. And I remember also the placement of that game room was really important that it wasn't right next to where all the managers were sitting or anything like that. So people don't feel, number one, judged. And you can just go there. Mm-hmm. And and that creates a different sense of... Um, connection with either someone that's sitting there playing with you or next to you someone could also just be sitting on the couch watching you play and kind of have a in a way side-by-side conversation Mm -hmm. Um, I think companies need to think through um, what what do we want to facilitate in the recreational space and and we as designer has a an important job right because we can suggest and we can yeah some people don't even know about it and and like just and advise them like how to go about it there was another company and if you remember that asked for a basketball yeah sure. Uh, so and that was interesting because they wanted that right in the in the front like in the lobby area and it was like i think it was also because they wanted to create a sense of fun and so people felt like oh this the is, vibe, this is yeah. a great vibe yeah and, and we're and not it, coming to a like a small closed right. office rooms mm-hmm. whatever it's like an open transparent right fun and i also think it really loosens young. people up so that would be something i would advise companies to um look at when when thinking about the the factor of building the community camaraderie like besides for eating areas and and small like breakout spaces is also what recreational um, tools can we use to and, create and these connections which, right based on which values right like if you have a value as a company you want to kind of create that value in mm-hmm. the spaces or support it support right exactly it. yeah um so there also might be something that's like an inside company joke of like you know mm-hmm. a ping pong table for example like they could have tournaments and that that in turn also creates like a really nice, uh, strong uh, vibe. Um, let's go and talk about the in-person meetings, which is another, that was that like third factor of this um, this study that 74% want to come in for the in-person meetings. So so I think again, like taking such a general, general um, percentage and saying, what does that even mean? So, so the first question that we would need to ask is where and how often do these things happen? Is it like a small one-on-one meeting with management or is it team meetings or things like that? Right. Yeah. And, um, but I think we also need to take into account the spontaneous of it. Like when you just need to speak with someone or you had coffee with them and then, you want to elaborate on it right. or you want to sit down and, and make it more professional in a way. So, Or you might need some privacy. It might turn out that somebody actually just needs to cry it out. So yeah. where does that happen? Um, and, and I think the question is also is like, I think the company needs help always um, deciphering what their needs are and bringing up situations to them really helps like what happens when 
Um, you need to call someone in to talk to them about their progress. Where does that happen? Does that happen in the HR office? Is it just a manager and an employees and where are they sitting and what is the vibe and setting of, of that? Um, so it's like, is it a, is it a room with a little desk or is it just like armchairs? Is it more informal? Yeah. Um, and it gives us as designers insights mm -hmm. to how they function and what they want to create. Right. Like I think space. one of the ideas that you and I had, and the, I don't know, the company never really went for it, but was going for a walk. Like why doesn't management go for walks with their client, mm -hmm. with, with their employees or clients even, and say like, let's, let's be healthier and, and do it like with a walk around the campus or, um, or they something. can gain so much right. by just hanging out. Right, it's like informal, but it's also private, mm -hmm. which is interesting um, and getting a lot of sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and the other thing is, do these things need a conference room? Because then that, that also borders on conference areas like how and, and that'll help any designer decide so how many of these rooms do i actually need um because and how many of them are for like one-on-one -on -one conversations how many of them are larger meetings because and how again, often because again when you sit with one person or two three you don't want to sit in like huge conference right, exactly. room and feel like you're the only one in the room exactly. and and Um, and, and a lot of the time there's like these open spaces and then there's no quiet, like private spaces. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's really important. And I think, I think what also needs to be taken into account is that there's so many different management styles and sometimes our job as designers is also to understand these styles and also advise on like what we think could be helpful or useful, um, So, so that's about the in-person meetings. Um, but I think really the headline of, of all of these above, <laughs> above uh, sections and this 74% that come in for A, B, and C is really can all be under the same headline, in my opinion, of the human connection and each employee's experience um, in the space. Yeah. And, and we as employees how we experience a space together, right. mm -hmm. like the togetherness. Right, and what, what does that feel like and what is the atmosphere and the vibe? And how can we incorporate the company DNA and the have values, their values mm -hmm. and their like wishes even right. um, into a space? Right, and so really what it's, it's kind of a complicated thing for a designer to do to also understand the research and take the research yeah. and then also research the company and say, okay, so I've got two pieces of very important research and we're only like skimming the surface here, um, but then to kind of break it down really even into simple terms and say, what are the needs or what can I even offer you mm -hmm. to make this work? even better yeah. because we want and and companies want people to come into the office so they yeah, really why? why why because it's part of it because we you know it's part of the human experience and and employees are looking for it as much as everyone says they enjoy being mm -hmm. working from home and hybrid and it could be effective working from home yeah but not always but not always and also you're missing a lot when you're not seeing people and mm -hmm. you're not collaborating 
and connect with people, right. you're missing. It's never the same. Right. And so. Uh, so, so companies really need to use these things to motivate people to make it easy, to make it seamless, to make it meet their needs. And yeah. really, really, we need to go there as designers and really meet and those it is, needs. And it is a challenge, as you said, but I think it's also very exciting because you can really impact a company and employees you can really make a difference yeah it's a in huge people's lives it's a huge impact and it also makes us better planners and it makes us actually more creative because we have to think through the research and through the needs Behaviors. and kind of and customize that and, and curate that into the right space for each mm -hmm. company which i think is is part of the magic of office design really right it's what drives us right it's um, our passion totally right? it's it's not only a desk and a chair anymore no it's different people are um being in the office for a whole day and and that's the the the, the day it's not like you have sunlight you have a, mm -hmm. a lot of factors you need to take into account that people won't enjoy right and the work day. is more dynamic as well right so i think um that's where really our impact is is making all of those those small factors work and making people happy and talking about wellness and creating the right spaces and supporting those spaces um and that's all on design really which mm -hmm. is, is quite big but um That's why that's why we're doing this to kind of um, open open this whole research world up to designers and and find the way that we can totally bring this to you so you know what to do with this information. Exactly. Um, so so that's it for today. Thank um, you for listening. Thanks for yeah. Thanks for being here, and um, we will keep doing what we do. And hopefully you'll find it really interesting and helpful because we we have impact and we have work to do and and we believe in you. We believe in you. Yep. So stay tuned for the next episode. I think it's going to be a really interesting one. <laughs>